following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Network's Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, it is Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we'd like to welcome all of you to the show today. You know, we talk about some very interesting topics here on the show, but uh, today we're going to be talking about something that you may not like or you may not be aware of, and that's what they, um, what the letters are termed SBS, Sick building syndrome that's right you know and that's something that people sometimes don't even the thought doesn't even come into their mind that the the home that they're in is causing an illness because yeah how how do you how do you you get a house going ah yeah yeah i mean you know i don't know in my case it was my (laughs) ex-husband oh that's I'm that's sorry. that's comments oh. for another show. I know. Robin, you know I what know, I mean? I know. Yeah. I just had to throw that in there. Come on. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah. So so I have to take my boroscope. Wait a minute. And make Wait a minute. Go, ah, to find out. Wait a minute. Does that go? Does that? You know, we'll have to use that when you know when <laughs> Kinga and I do the divorced and downsized show. Talking about those things too, but yeah, sick house. Yeah, but you, but you two are looking for life mates. I'm not looking for that. Oh. I'm kind of done with that marriage thing, you know. Oh, you should, yeah, but you no, you have it. You just you just love your Mustang. Well, uh, well, yes, and I like my men still. That's yeah, not okay. going to go away anytime okay. soon. It's just I'm not going to have a ring on it. Oh, that's okay. There's no legal documents okay. tying me to anybody ever. So she can't again. sing. So she can't sing Beyonce songs. Oh, God, please, no. No. Ugh, I'm sorry. I'm not a Beyonce fan. Bring, oh, okay. bring me ACDC or Metallica or Judas Priest. I'm kind of old school. Oh, there you go. All right. That's why Ben likes me. I know. <laughs> All right. You know, if you've just found us, we talk every week here about different things that affect your home, not just from the the nuts and bolts of your home, but how you get to get your nuts and bolts in your home. <laughs> And you know, and I'm not again, and I'm not talking about I'm, about your I'm ex. Not, I'm not saying I'm not word. talking about your ex, no. but I know you were going there. No, I wasn't. Oh no. yeah, okay. No, All right. I wasn't. I was going to let and, it go. And it's going to and, and hell is going to freeze over in Phoenix. Okay, I yeah. get it. <laughs> well, let's not just get unthreaded about this. Let's move oh, on. Let's get exactly. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> All right. I knew Dan was on target this morning when I talked to him, and he was he was stuck in traffic, heading towards the station. And I'm wait a like, minute, he got here before you. I know I was stuck in traffic over in Scottsdale. You know they, you know he was stuck in I'm traffic almost, two blocks I'm away. Almost, you know, we used to have a saying when I grew up in New York. You used to hear it from Con Edison, the electrical provider in in New York area. It says, "Dig we must," because everywhere there was digging going on with construction. Now I think we're going to start using that. Here in Phoenix, because everywhere you go, they're digging for something. They're sure not giving me any gold if they're finding it. <laughs> I've been looking in homes. I haven't found any except some old Pepsi cans. But you know what? <laughs> a lot of you know what the reason behind that? Why they do a lot of that? It's why? because there's a certain amount of money that's allocated every year to yeah. the city departments to do construction and stuff. So they have a a time limit where they have to utilize that and use it up, yeah. or they lose it. That's it goes right. Back use it or the, lose it. It goes back into the kitty for everyone else. So that's why they continue to tear up the roads, and it may piss us drivers off. Yeah. But that's what happens. Here's the other thought: is a lot of those materials that are breaking and going bad under your wheels were bit were put in by the lowest bidder, so they're now expired and and leaking. Oh, that's not good. Oh, no, ridiculous. Got to remember, the lowest bidder put it in. Yeah, that's right. And then you track that garbage home, and it ends up in your garage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's life. That's life. 
But anyway, uh, <laughs> it goes hand in hand with what you're talking about on the show today. Exactly. What exactly. do you track into your home? Yeah, track a lot of things. See, there you go again. You're leaving Robin. You open open segment for for her to talk about that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm keeping my mouth shut to I, some I, degree. I could tell. It is your show, Steve. I, I could tell, but you know that could be another <laughs> that could be another sidebar in a whole entire hour. <laughs> Jeez. So sick home syndrome was yes. originally thought about in sick building syndrome. Started actually in Europe, in actually Nairobi, Africa. And it's come back over here to the States, and then people finally said, gee, I'm getting sick too. Maybe we should look into it. So in the last 20 years, more and more awareness has come from office buildings and then into our homes because the tighter we build our buildings, the less we can get those VOCs, those, those dangerous chemicals in the air, up and out. The tighter the house, the longer the, the chemical stays in. So this is why we now have this let the house breathe and have a healthier home. And then what else, whatever else we're putting in our homes is off-gassing something. That's very well, true. Well, that's true. And these things that are, these materials that are off-gassing uh, things, you, a lot of times you don't, you don't know that they're off-gassing. Dogs and men don't count. <clears throat> yes, right. Dogs and men don't count. I'm sorry I have to break this to you, but women fart too, you know. Oh, well, okay. He was just trying to be nice. Yeah. I'm just standing it like it is, and there's guys shaking you know, their head right now listening oh, yeah. to this. She's well, right. I've heard my okay, wife fart okay, too. Okay, Dan from I've that. had that invisible room clearer come by me. Dan from, Dan, from now on, you must refer to make any gender, you know, favor any gender. Just say human. <laughs> That's human? it. Just no, humans. Because, no, because I'm the female of the group and I can interject because I can get away with it. That's right. So you guys really can't because you're guys and women will get kinda offended. Like, kind of like Jeff Dunham does. Does he? Yeah. Mm. Well, he, he uses the puppet. He uses the puppet. So he makes the oh. puppets say it. So it's, it's, he wait, can say wait, anything. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that I'm your puppet? I don't think I'm so. not going there. Yeah, oh, I'm, say, not oh, going. No. I'm not going there. No. We shouldn't have even crossed that wow. line. No, I was, I, was, I was talking that she is like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> okay. She so. could say things <laughs> and she true. can get away with it. Okay, but I don't have a puppet, so. Of course not. <laughs> Although, no, that was her ex. Oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to pull her strings. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was the one making me the puppet. That's why I got rid of him. Okay. Yeah, right. Cut the go. strings, baby. That's right. Moving on. Moving on. Thank God. We're sure <laughs> where this show is going. All right. Anyway, but uh, if you've uh, just found us, I was starting to say way back when, uh, you can find us here on Star Worldwide Networks every week from 8 to 9 on Saturday mornings. Also, all our shows are archived right here on our landing page, as well as the show website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. If you'd like to send us an email about a specific topic or you're looking for some information, uh, please do give us an email at steve.imagehome at yahoo.com. And um, one of the things that I think it makes our show unique is the fact that, you know, we're active in our fields and we're not just another pretty radio face here talking about a home improvement topic. That we go out in the field every day and we see things that Dan and I share information of, things we see, strange things, homeowner horror story, strange things. Things we that, curl up and say, oh, my right. God. I mean, you know, Dan, we can even make a Jeopardy question out of half the things that we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy. You know, what some people do, and it's not just homeowners, you know. And, again, thinking about what we're gonna, our topic today, you never know. You know, some people can do some of these strange things and cause and bring stuff into their home and when they think they're fixing it, well, yeah, they may have thought they put up like a, 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 a Band-Aid on the problem, but they're causing other problems from a health The, the, ba- the Band-Aid will have chemical interreactions and make everybody sick in the house. That's right. That's right. You know, and then, you know, you can't, you know, some of the things we're going to get into after the break, we're going to be talking about some of the things, you know, wh- what is making, what's in your house that's making you sick? And some of the things that we can talk about and some of the different uh, things that you can come down with. I've, I've got a really good one when, if you want to, from the back, when we come back to the break, that I did some air sampling on that surprised the homeowner. It was, he thought it was one thing and it was completely different. Oh, oh see that? You that just, was making everybody sick. You just never know until you get the old proverbial test. That's it. So you need to check that out. But uh, I want everybody to hang on. We'll be right back after the break. Don't forget, you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Network. 
Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the... the, uh, the mega <laughs> digital station right here, high atop the the uh, Camelback Cam- Tower. Camelback Tower building right here. Thank you, Robin. Well, I work Appreciate here, that. so I have I to mean, remember that. Yeah, you have to remember that. Got to know where you you're know? at. And we have, you know, we have, you know, for those of you who are new to the station, you know, for those of you who don't know, the Camelback Towers is very, you know, um, infamous building, shall they say. Is it? Yes, because it's the only uh, it's the only building in Phoenix that was on um, the Simpsons. The Simpsons, really? Yes, only. Yeah. yeah, we've seen it's been on Facebook. I know Davis posted it a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wait a minute, I've worked here over a little over a yeah. year, and I didn't even know that. Yeah, go look it up. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. I, it's on, I posted it on my Facebook page. Unfortunately, it was before the cow. The front, oh yeah, the, yeah, the front was, cows. Yeah, it was before. Yeah, before the the herd. Was deposited on the front. <laughs> That's when we used to have a restaurant in the building. That's right, dude. Yeah. There was a restaurant here too. Yeah, yeah where the realtors are now. Yeah, where the realtors are. Oh, there used to be a restaurant. I'm sorry. Let's kick the realtors out and put a restaurant back. Oh, as long as they keep the animals out. Yeah, they, they came over from the Maricopa County Fairgrounds. Yeah, wait a minute. They were they were quite moving and purple. Yeah, I was going to say. Wait a minute. <laughs> the three of us are like animals when we get together and have fun. So yeah. Oh, I'm, it'll I'm, be a menagerie. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, you know, he doesn't know what to say to that I, one. I don't know where we're going to take that one. I don't know. Party animals. You, you party you animals. Go. Yeah, absolutely. Party animals. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I right. was clean. That with was that very one. good, Robin. Very good. Okay. All right. Let's get back to our topic here. We're talking about things, you know, the Jeopardy question things that make your house sick. What is. What is bad air? Bad air. Let's start there with bad air because bad air could cause you some problems. And Dan, how do you get bad air? Uh, for example, you have extremely old, that old wood paneling that looked so cool back in the 60s, and it got wet, and they've had animals in the place. And here they thought this little patch of mold by the furnace was the problem, when after taking air samples first time around, uh, we came up with statuabotches of, of a meaningful amount. Say that again. You came up with what? Stachybotrys. Okay, I just want to make it sure was that the There was that. penicillium and stachybotrys, but the Siamites from second time round, 
and I did. I had to. I had to do a scientific sampling because things were not reading right for the air sample. I took actually what we call tape lifts of the, of the topic areas, and you'd think the uh, the patch of mold would be the most dangerous. It was a piece of. It was a portion of the uh, wood siding in the living room that was the worst. Wow. See, now here's the thing that's kind of tough when you think about it because much like things that, that we are afflicted with from a physical nature, okay, that homes have the same things that happen to, from, again, from a physical nature. The only problem is with both scenarios is we don't really know that there's something wrong until something shows up and starts affecting us. That's right. You know, I mean, you catch a cold. You don't know. I mean, you may know telltale signs. And sometimes, how many times have you had a telltale sign that you thought you might be getting sick, but you ignored it? You say, no, nah, I can't be getting it's sick. It's kind of like Where a Where did release. I get to? You're not feeling up to yeah, par. You're, you're kind of feeling icky. Yeah, but your house can't tell you that yeah. until it starts. Till, and when these things get worse and something shows up like, you know, a bad leak. Or something like that. And, you know, you just, or, you know, I mean, you don't know when you go to a home that, <laughs> like, you go to a home, Dan, okay? <clears throat> and my right? sinuses you, kick in. And your sinuses, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, well, Dan, Dan's, Dan's very exceptional in that way. <laughs> Not everybody can do, you know, be walking around. Uh, a mold detector. A mold detector, you know. Yeah. You know, but Dan walks into homes, and mm. I've seen him do it. He walks in, he turns around, walks out, and before he even gets the testing out, he says, there's mold here. Let me get my mask. You know, <laughs> yeah, really? that's yeah. it. But you know, homes do that. So when they sick, you don't know if you go in and you don't know if, if that particular home, unless, of course, you're affected like you are. But let's just say you're not and you go in and you test the house. You don't know what you're going to find. Yeah, because what's there's causing, more than, What's causing it, irritability and sleepless nights and... You and know, that's not the neighbor. Asthma. And it's not the neighbor or the neighbor's dog uh, or, the, the, or the ex. Or, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yeah, said that. But some of the other things <laughs> other than just mold are the airborne things that come in from outside us. And then there's also um, chemicals in the house. More VOCs. I like to call the toxic wasteland is under the kitchen sink because we use so many different chemicals and they're airborne to each other. They, uh, they get a toxic brew. And you think it's a sink smell that you've got going? It's a it's a contaminant that you're that you're opening the doors up and blasting into the house every time you open up those sink doors or under the bathroom sink. You know, most of the time it's soap products underneath there, but a lot more people are now keeping some of those toilet cleaners and all these other highly um, carcinogenic uh, materials under the sink. And you open up the sink and you flush the toilet. And up goes all those VOCs. So, you know, what are your habits? Where do you put things? And how do you know you're, gonna, you're keeping yourself safe? And you know what's really funny? I have, earned, I have raised birds for many years. And they talk about how sensitive a bird's respiratory system is. You can't even use something like um, nonstick cookware in the house because the bird can die from that. Right. So you have to wonder, I mean, a human being's respiratory system is delicate too. And this whole thing we've had lately going around, people have had this cough for six weeks and they can't get rid of it. How do we know it's not something in their home causing it? Like you said, Dan, it could be the chemicals under their sink. It could even be the wall. It could be the paneling. My folks live in a, in a mobile home that was manufactured in 1971. That's right. So you just never know. Because I do more than just microbiological sampling, I also called. I also have a thing that's called a CSI cassette, which does a full X-ray uses an X-ray for a full spectrum of VOCs, and that way we can start pointing the direction of what the care needs to be. Yeah, I mean, these, again, these things that you you can't see, and you have to go back and have a symptom. You know, I mean, a lot well, of people, people do that. Yeah. Sometimes they, you, you know, it's, it's it just the pollen outside. We're in, we're in a pollen, you know, you know, super pollen time right now. Well, it's not that way all time, all the way around the year. You've had it for nine months. Time to go to the doctor and start working on your symptoms, while you start thinking about the symptoms that are being given to you from your home. Yeah. So, have I mean, you changed your filter lately? Yeah, filter. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't changed your filter lately, I mean, Lord knows you better do it soon because it's you know not just here in Arizona because it's going to get hot, but it's also going to 
you know, throughout the country as uh, summer and spring kick in a little more intensely back east and in Midwest, then that's one of the things we're going to need. I mean, it it's just goes without saying. And I've pulled some ugly-looking filters out of homes that we've remodeled that people <laughs> just have forgotten about. You know, sometimes when you ask them when's the last time you changed the filter and they look at you like deer in the headlights. The, the, fil- like, the, the filter what? 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 What's and, that? And the bad part about it is, is most of the stores now are carrying those really thick allergen filters. And I remember on one of your past shows, Dan was saying something to the effect that you go back to the original ones where the airflow can go through. I've needed to change the air filter for two weeks. I set these, you know, every three months, right. every two or three months, I set a, a reminder, but I haven't been able to get to Home Depot or any other box store to pick it up because the grocery store has nothing but those big, thick allergen ones. And I yeah. refuse to use that, especially yeah. going into the heat time. Yeah, you yeah because it restricts the actual airflow of your unit and then doubles your electric bill. And your house yeah. does not cool off as fast, hey. especially if you're living in a tin can. Well, oh. yeah, well yeah, that, that, that's, it's tough. It's tough because there's not a lot. There's not as much insulation in, you know, uh, a mobile home as there is in a home in a right. regular house. So uh, those are things, and you can't actually. The one thing that you can't do with, you know, uh, a mobile home is you can't just open up the ceiling and just add more insulation. There's, there's only no so room. much right. There's no room. So the only thing to do, you know, if you really, really wanted to make it cooler, the only thing that you could do is, you know, that the uh, there are paint companies out there, one in specifically down in Tucson that I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they actually create a, uh, an insulation and a, an exterior paint that can go over the outside of anything, stucco, brick, or anything like that. And it has insulating value in it, more so than regular latex paint would. So that this way, if you need more and you can't, need more insulation to try to cool the house, that's a, a viable option. I think it was, it's made from um, special bamboo stalks that are harvested in Spain. Really? If I remember correctly, hmm. yeah. Okay. So, so it gives you a radiant barrier and an, in, yeah. a, um, an insulation factor also. Absolutely. And, you know, being in Arizona, we have a lot of retire, retirees or people that are winter visitors, and they come and go out of these parks, these senior parks. So mm-hmm. that's the greatest advice in the world is to do something like that, especially when you're leaving here and your mobile home's there for the whole summer. It's sitting there cooking. In the heat. Yeah. Wow. And some people just flat out turn off the AC for that whole summer, which cooks everything in the walls. And, and it actually deteriorates it faster. And I noticed during the summertime, too, since I've been living with them and taking care of them, that there's a weird smell. And it's almost like mechanical grease when it gets to the, the summertime and it gets hot. If, you, if the air is off and it just starts smelling like mechanical grease. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that When's means. When's the last but, time you had your AC checked? Um, we just had a brand new AC unit put in uh, three years ago. But it's just, it's only during certain times of the year. If you don't turn the AC on and the heat is just like boiling down on the house, it just, to me, it smells like mechanical grease. You know, like when you're working on a car and you you have that grease smell on your hands, it's, I'm very sensitive to smell. So interesting, but I'm not Mm -hmm. sick. So I don't think it's anything really bad. Uh, that makes that just gets me curious. I, I want to come on. I want to come on and take a sniff. Take a sniff. <laughs> I'll have Dan Dan the mold man come there by. You and go. Check it out. Yeah, there no, you I'm go. I'm not thinking mold. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, wait more, a minute. No, no. I'm thinking more something plastic. That's very. That could be. That is. If, well, that was new, and is now adjusting to the heat. And so it's is, got the burn off smell. Yeah. Okay, that could very well be true. I could see they that. Change out, change out, if they changed out the ducts, you've got. A certain amount of heat underneath the house that's being exchanged also. I don't think they changed out the ducts because unfortunately being the mobile home, the way that it's built, it's one of the older ones where you have to have a combination gas and electric air condition because your heater oh, okay. works off the gas. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, here's the, you know, talking about that for a minute, and Ed talking about bad air, the air quality is affected by a lot of different things, not just, you know, what he was talking about, but, you know, heat will affect it. Because it'll make it dry. If you have an air conditioner in there, you know, obviously uh, the filter with the dust is a big thing, especially here in Arizona. At certain Dang, how many times certain amounts of dust will, will how, stay up in the air. How many times you turn around and dust could not just be unsightly 
And, you know, and if anybody has any kind of, and this is just me, if you have any kind of, uh, you know, not just, not respect, but thinking about the quality of what your home looks like, okay, mm-hmm. and you have guests over, the last thing you want to do is just have a big, dusty house. It looks tacky. I'm sorry. It just does. It mm-hmm. just looks tacky, and it doesn't look like you take care of your home. And down to dust, and we talk about that all the time, taking care of your house, you know, stucco paint, all these different things. You know, if your house isn't clean, then, you know, you're – you might not be leading a healthy li- lifestyle when it comes to the health, your, the health of your, your body. You know what the biggest giveaway is? What? The top of your door jams. If those roll dust, if you roll your finger oh, across yeah. and it rolls dust. Yeah, if you're looking for it that was, key. It wasn't cleaned right. No, you know, it just wasn't cleaned. I'm right. sorry, yeah, that must be from the military. Because you know? I, checked, uh, I checked jams like that, windows. You know, you know the uh, stuff around your refrigerator? Yeah. Pull that open and see if there's crud in there. That needs to be cleaned. The little um, gaskets. That, yeah. 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 You know, these I've are I've seen th- black mold inside those. Ooh. Wow. See, these are, things, these are things we have to talk about. Next week, we're going to have our cleaning specialist on, Tim Lee, from Special Ops Clean Team. We're going to be talking oh, yeah. with him. Military guys. About all the different <laughs> things and the things that, you know, that will help you do, you know, take care and get your home, you know, actually in order, so to speak. Or like Dan says, get your act together. That's spring, that's spring cleaning, right? Yeah, it's spring cleaning time. It's April, going into May. God knows. Next week, we're going to be talking about Cinco de Mayo. We'll be here before Ooh. you know it. Yeah. Uh, that's Cinco an American de... holiday. You know that. That is not, that's right. that's I know. not a Mexican thing. That's I know. the biggest misconception. It's Ameri- I know. It's, it's so Americans can well, go we'll, out and drink. Well, we'll be broadcasting on Cinco de Mayo Eve. So that means we'll, maybe we'll have to you know bring some uh, festive things into the studio. Oh, that would be and, fun. What do you think that'll be? Maybe we should get... Maybe we should get Kinga to come in next week. I'm sure she could bring some, you know, extra things in for the show. What do you think? You, I don't know, man. She likes her wine, so you and me would be the margaritas. <laughs> uh, uh, I we, go for a margarita. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's Cinco de Mayo. You got I mean, to, man. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Lord knows what's Cinco de Mayo without a good margarita and chips and salsa. Oh, oh tacos. Oh, and tacos. And it's it's like Saturday morning, and we're talking about this. Right I now. know. I know. Wait, wait. <laughs> Everyone's like, but wait it's got to be happy hour somewhere in the world. You know right. what can I tell you? You know, we're talking. We should be talking coffee and donuts, and here we're talking about tacos and margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Anyway, all right. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, if our, what are the three signs that your heater is making you sick? Hmm. Ooh, it's passing gas. Yeah, it's passing <laughs> gas. That's right. Dan, Dan. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Can't get, <laughs> I can't get to break until he says something like that. I don't know. Dan, we love you, baby. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional... You need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. 
All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking about your home. Is it making you sick? Well, we're just trying to touch base on a lot of different areas that could be concerns and maybe will generate some thought, guys, about um, people that maybe they're, they're, they're ill and they don't know why. Maybe they moved and they can't connect the dots, so we're going to try and connect the dots together for everybody today. Now, one of the deadly ones is uh, CO2, is, uh, you know, the, the production of having a gas uh, appliance burn. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, burning and then having the gas come off. But some of the ones I actually saw, a gas appliance, a stove, that actually had the old lit burner. Really? The, the pre-light. Wow. Not the, I not remember the that. Yeah, yeah. I, back in the day, I remember I, that. Back in the day, yeah. You used to see, if you didn't see that little little pilot light on, you then, knew you had gas. I, and I pulled out my um, my nice little wand, and it went crazy. <laughs> it, was just, it was just Robin, to find a seal. Robin, Dan's got a wand? Well, yeah, Magic Dan. Magic Dan? Yeah. He Dan. makes he makes he can walk in and, and be like that. What do you call that little stick that you put around that you can feel things that I don't remember what they call it. I'll have to look it up. But there's like that stick. Not a divining rod. That's it. Yes. Yes, a uh, divining rod. Yeah, there you go. So that'll yeah. be Dan Dan with his divining rod. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I get to wait a minute, I could see him walking into somebody's home to do an inspection. He walks in with a divining rod and he's like, Okay, all right, I'm 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 t- <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. The divining rod in one hand and the crucifix in the and other. And wait a minute, then you'll turn around and this <laughs> what I'm paying the big bucks for, right? For you to come in here with that wand. Oh yeah, my but, god. But it's got multi it's a it multitasks. You know, it, it would be able to find um Oh, it's the, a twenty first century divining that's rod. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> termites do give off gases. Oh, do they? Yes. They really they do. They actually have dogs that can sniff out because termites. Of the yeah, gas dogs is from can termites. Sniff, yeah, yeah, dogs, yeah. Wow. Dogs can do amazing things. <laughs> How cool is that? I didn't know that termites know. gave off gas. And oh, then, we learned something and new then, every yeah. day. And then have it also calibrated for radon yeah. and have it calibrated for CO. And uh, just, you know, it's a multitask. It'll be like a tricorder. Maybe, maybe, we should, <laughs> maybe what we should do is go back out and see. Um, you know, and, and see the patent office and get it patent for you. What do you think? Well, you know, if it looks anything like a tricorder, we're not, not going to get very far. Yeah, uh, CBS. That's already, that's already been patented CBS in the future. CBS will come after you, you know, like they did uh, the people that are doing uh, uh, Annex Art. I mean, you know, come on. Anyway, um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do today, because, you know, it is remind everybody, you know, it, it is getting hot outside. And, you know, our friend out in the field, you know, we always check on him because we want to make sure that he's hydrated. But, you know, <laughs> he always seems that he's, uh, he's running around and he gets one of the things, much like we were talking about heat in your home, he gets agitated when he's out in the field. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. Is that hot? You know what I'm talking about. And that's t- what I'm talking about is combustible, <laughs> combustible things that you've got to be careful of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> careful about those guys in robes. They have combustible gases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I mean, come on now. And the only thing I take from it is there's heat in his shorts. And I'm yeah. yeah. She stopped listening there. She, oh, my God. Anyway. So, Dan, let's talk a little bit about, you know, when we find these things, okay? Now, obviously, your home is a major investment, okay? And so putting the renters aside for a minute, okay? Because the renters always go to the landlord and say, hey, I have a, a, yeah, you have a sick house here. It's making me ill. But let's talk a little bit about, like, a homeowner, when we find these things that are causing problems, you know, what recourse do they have? You know, we, we found them. We found that, you know, maybe there was, there was uh, you know, that, that issue about the uh, Chinese drywall and all these other things that were bad, okay? I mean, aside, how do you, if the home is constructed in such a way that, you know, you can't just dismantle the house to get rid of everything if it's all over. I mean, your only other choice is, that I could see, is that if, it, if you, you, there, you've you got you to sell your house and move. Sell the house, 
So number one, tear all the drywall out. It was Chinese drywall. Tear all that out and have it redone. Rehab the house completely. Number two, try one of those uh, spray-on uh, barriers that they can for the attic and most of the interior walls. And then number three, sell it and run. <laughs> That'd be the only other thing. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is you, you'd, you know, I, would, I would think if you turned around and had, like, you came out and did a healthy home check, okay, that, you know, if there was anything that was found, it would have to be disclosed of in the spuds when you sell your home. Well, that's you know that's that would be disclosed from the seller to the buyer, but if the seller doesn't know and the buyer finds out, sometimes that information gets lost in the next transaction. True. Uh, I hate to say ill of that kind of a thing, but it does happen. Yeah. And then when I pull those tests for it's called a wall, it's called a wall, you know, a wall test. I have those tube that will you know test the air inside the wall to see if I have high sulfide compounds. Um, and then when they do peg out, well, here's your results, Mr. Homeowner. Um, since I am not the state or the city, I can't force anyone to do anything. Wow. True. That's true. You can't. You can't. You know, one of the things that I remember, I think, um, you know, being in construction and, and uh, been doing this for 28 years now, one of the things that you become aware of is the fact that um, – when all this, when this really became, started becoming uh, something that brought to the forefront that people need to be aware of. And I think one of the things that, uh, at least the first contact I came in, uh, came involved with it was uh, before they came up, came up with um, low VOC or no VOC paint. Mm-hmm. And people used to turn around and they say, um, well, you know, I don't want this. I can't take the smell. Um, at all, even though, you know, it's, it's there for a while, but it, it'll dissipate, but they don't want to have it at all, but they want their home done. Well, back in the day, you know, we'd have to go back and price out and see what, you know, what this, the newer paint is versus what the old paint was. But I mean, pretty much most everything now is lower, no VOC paint. So you can, it might be tough to do that, but back in the day, you know, low VOC paint was a lot more expensive than regular paint. Very expensive. You know, and it became, you know, but again, if that's what you need, you know, it the the quality of it and the, uh, you know, because painters, we always gauge it as how well it covers, how easily it rolls on, you know, it's just the consistency of the paint um, in, in itself is, you know, different paints are different. So you want it, uh, different manufacturers. The consistency is different. So people, uh, you know, painters have different preferences. But uh, that's one thing that, you know, um, it, it was more expensive, but it still went on pretty well and it's still covered. And there was no smell. That's right. <coughs> now, now we've been through that whole phase of some flooring that had formaldehyde in it and was off-gassing formaldehyde and making people sick. We have since been able to identify most of it and a lot of it's been taken out of the system and out of the homes. But that that was a whole problem here in Arizona uh, less than two years ago. Wow. Can you imagine living in your house and having your floor sweat that kind of stuff into your breathing system? Brand new floor. That's crazy. Made in China. (coughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, these things are, um, we don't, we can't control sometimes these things that are imported from other countries. You mean like lead on uh, vertical blinds? Yeah, I mean... Up until about a year ago? Whatever. I mean, so where was the lead? Was it in the coating? Yes. Yeah, well, you know... And the sun bakes the coating away, and guess what? You've got frayable lead blinds. Well, there you go. Wow, that's poison right to your system. Mm -hmm. People are allergic to blinds, so it's like, you got to be careful. And I think one of the things that people need to be understood, they have to take an active interest in it, which sometimes I think, in today's society, a lot of people do not do that. They just tune out of everything. They're too busy. They're too busy doing other stuff. You know, too busy on their phones. They're too busy going game of, and, watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, or something Game like of Thrones. <laughs> too busy watching, you know, or the Orville or Star Trek or something. That like would that. be you. That would be me. Yes. You know. So, uh, but you know, you have to make time for what's important, and you want to know that what you have again taking an active interest in your home. 
stay, which I always promote, says a lot about what you do. It's, if, if you don't want to do that, then you might as well go to Motel 6. I mean, really, <laughs> let's think about it. It's the reality of it. If it's something in your home and it's something that you have, it's an investment, you want to be proud of it, Lord knows, take care of it. And take care of yourself, too, because health is a new wealth. That's right. And if, yeah, because yeah, what happens? If your health goes down because of something wrong in your home, okay, then guess what? You can't do all these wonderful things that you want to do because you're ill. It's a domino effect. You know, it's a domino effect. I mean, I know a homeowner that actually got, this was a very sad situation, but, you know, they had, um, Dan, you'll remember the, the fire garage yeah. over in, Scottsdale that oh, yeah. we did several years ago. Okay. Well, the insurance company put the homeowner at the time into two other homes while we were doing the construction. While she was in the other homes, they found they mold. Found Remember that mold we were downstairs in that yeah. one place? Yeah, we found the mold. I walked in the basement and just about croaked. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't. See, you walked in, you spilled a little bit. When you get, it was like almost like a layer of fog in the bottom yeah. mm-hmm. uh, section in the basement. Anyway, what happened was she got ill from that, and you know that was going back several years ago. And I talked to her ex husband the other day, and she's still not well. She's been sick for years. You know, once that's from done. that, once that went in your body, I mean, sometimes it could do. It do can do irreparable damage, and you just can't recover. She's still, you know, trying to trying to get well. I mean, that's very sad. Some of these toxins from some of these um, natural occurring poisons from mold and things like that can cause neurological damage, long term neurological damage that you just don't get back from. It's true, and that's what, you know when they put that on a list of of uh, things that can happen to you from certain things. You just read through it and you just go, oh, yeah, there's some. But then when you actually live it, it's a whole different world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, you, you feel like, you know, it hits different people different ways. Some people, they just get a malaise. They just don't want to do anything. Others think they're getting depressed. Others, they just uh, have just have internal problems and just keep uh, doing, you know, the watershed of that doesn't work, this doesn't work, and that kind of thing. And they didn't get out of the house, and that would have cured them. They may have gone on a vacation, came back from the vacation feeling almost, a, you know, just so much better. Then they get back in the house that's poisoning them, and then it hits. No, it's true. That's true. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap things up, and we're going to tell you about the 10 environmental hazards that you can definitely live without. And... Uh, there's a lot of them, let me tell you. And it's probably some of the ones that we're going to talk about, you're going to be very familiar with. Other ones may surprise you, so stay tuned, right? After the break, we will continue. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901 or imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and uh, we were talking about the uh, building top sin. ten. Yeah, <laughs> top ten, top ten environmental hazards that you could live without in relationship to you know your sick building syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, um, or better known as SBS. 
But, um, you know, here's a couple of the things that we want to touch base on, which one is pretty, pretty common, but a lot of people, even in 2019, they still do this. And this is called long-term exposure to other people's tobacco smoke. Oh, secondhand. Yeah, secondhand, firsthand, doesn't make a difference, okay? And in, a lot of things happen, you know, lung cancer, respiratory infections, um, possibly heart disease. And these are things that, you know, you, you really can't ignore or, you, you know, you could turn around and say, well, you know, you know, I'm, you know, like when we were young, Dan, you know, it's like, you know, we could move the world. It's never going to, that's never going to happen to me. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, that's not going to bother me. No, I mean, I, I mean, I lost my father and lost my brother to emphysema because they smoked mm. and the tobacco just got to them and it was too late and the irreparable harm that it damaged that it did to them internally to the respiratory system uh, eventually took its toll and took their life. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I used to smoke years ago. I, I, I stopped in 1992 and I'm like, you know, that's it. I am not going to become a statistic like my father did. And then later on, like my brother did, you know, so these are things that you've got to, you've got to make a conscious, conscious choice to be able to go out and not do that. Well, see, society has also been, been giving the okay to smoke so much, just like when in the military, you know, smoke them if you got them, everybody else has to stay at work. You know, that was, that, that was a mindset that needed to be gotten rid of, but it took a long time, you know, the smoke them if you got them attitude. And um, then, there was also, then there's that secondhand smoke thing. When you're sitting in a room at a meeting, and it still hadn't hit that the secondhand smoke was just as deadly. You'd be in a closed-up meeting room, and you'd have this this pall of stink come towards right. you, and you can't do a thing about not it. Not to mention, not to mention, you want to go home and your your clothes are reeking from smoke. I mean, that's it, it smells like you kissed. It, a, it, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, it smells like you kissed an ashtray. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right, number two, radon. Radon is one invisible gas oh, that yeah. can also increase the the uh, risk of lung cancer, especially with smokers and then just generalized uh, cancers and uh, different ki- types of uh, bone cancers too that's right because uh, here in Arizona we're a mining state so we have a higher you know chance of having uh, radon in our higher elevation builds that's right number three is one that we're always familiar with and that's called asbestos because oh. if your home was built between 1920 and 1978 a lot of asbestos was probably used in a lot of different things. Obviously, one of the things that we, we are cognizant of in doing remodeling is to check popcorn ceilings for asbestos because a lot of times there was asbestos used in those things, and uh, you just can't get rid of it without some special, you know, to do special things to actually be able to handle the, uh, the hazardous material. I'm still finding asbestos in some of the vents for water heaters and the old uh, heaters. I'm also finding some old asbestos lining in some of the old um, ducts that were in the soffits of homes. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And number four, we get into, you know, another, another topic that we talked about. I actually mentioned it in an, earlier today, talking about lead, okay, and, and lead paint, which was used in the United States before 1978. Mm-hmm, which right. obviously caused lead poisoning to, I don't know how many children and and people throughout the year, especially young children, because you know you know it affects the their mental capacities and all and causes all sorts of other uh, childhood um, ailments yeah. and uh, things that'll hold children back. And uh, people try to make light of it, but you know what? We didn't. You know, we still had lead in our gasoline up until just a couple of years ago. And pushing that up in the air. Yep. We were pushing lead through our engines in the car, which probably had some leaky mufflers, and then out into the atmosphere. Wasn't that sharp. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, another, another one that kind of gets to you mm-hmm. is combustion gases, which, you know, one of the things that we always say, do not use space heaters in, mm. you know, in an enclosed room or garage or anything like that that... That garage that we I just mentioned in the last break talked actually was started by a space heater that was left unattended in a sealed room, Ooh. and uh, that's what caused. And obviously, it must have 
been it must have been blowing you know heat in an onto something that started the fire. But again, it it gives off combustible gases. That's right. And then you know, here's another combustible gas area people don't recognize is sewer gases coming up into your home. And that's just, a, you know, a plumber fix and making sure the traps seal with the water they're supposed to. That's right. I mean, these things, you, have, you don't think about it. When you think about uh, most people, average homeowner thinks about, they see the drain, so they know they have a drain. But they don't know that, the, that every, for every place where there's a sink or water, there's a vent. Mm-hmm. because the water has to go something. Something has to give. If you've ever had a sink, like, for instance, if you ever have a a uh, sink that's mounted on top of your counter, you know, and one of the things that you can't have in that, obviously, because it's a completely different design, there's no place for the air to take up the space once the water goes down. Because if you drain, if you, if you flush something down a drain, there has to be a way for the air to escape so mm-hmm. to allow the water to go down. That's right. I mean, and that's one of the things that those particular sinks don't allow. It's just now, basic they, physics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just basic physics. Exactly right. So, you know, please be careful with some of those things like you had said. Be, uh, that's why when we go into homes and remodel, we take rags and plug up the vent line so that this way we don't get any gas into the home from the vent line. And here's another sneaky one people don't realize may be uh, happening to them is they have the discharge line from your air conditioner drop down into your sewer line, which will draw sewer gases up into the house. Yeah, see, that's That's why your house has that bad smell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't think about it because all they want to do is they do it that way because they don't want to have that ugly piece of PVC run down the side of the roof and over the edge of the... Yeah, dripping off the edge of the house. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, water pollution is another issue about uh, that you need to be be able to try and do your best to get have the best drinking water you possible for you and especially in your area, you know, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of things. You know, obviously, in Phoenix, it ha- it's very hard water, so we use a lot of different softeners and some other things. But then on, uh, you know, other areas throughout the country, water is treated differently, and again. Um, I think, you know, keeping clean water is everybody's responsibility so that you don't, you know, you know, get rid of your waste or toxins or whatever you you have to, to dump. And I think that's right. a way a lot of the water pollution used to be done where people were dumping in that's near right. rivers. And one of our big problems across the United States is people just flushing pharmaceuticals, which recycles around into our drinking water. That's right. This, this, it's all... It just don't don't flush the pills. Take them to your pharmacist or to whoever will accept them, so they can be disposed of properly. Right, right. Now another topic that you can obviously live without uh, is uh, household chemicals. Yeah, that's why these some of the things that we're going to be talking with Tim next week from Special Ops Team about some of the different choices that you can make when it comes to cleaning. You know, is it how how well can you clean? And this is going to be a great question. I want him to you know really dive into how well can you clean with natural products versus you know products that have harsh chemicals, the harsh chemicals in. Because we know you know a lot of these things these these chemicals were created to actually deal with this situation, but then all of a sudden there's a resi- there's a residue. Yeah, there's a residue. It's left. I mean, you know, Lord knows you don't want your you don't want your you know, if you wipe down a counter or something, you don't want them, you know, picking up any residue from the cleaner. Because, yeah. you know, if if that child is very susceptible, they could get very sick from it. Yes. You know, so another one to be uh, to avoid, obviously, is uh, chemical-based pesticides. You know, mm-hmm. so you've got to be careful on what where you're at. Not just, to, not just for you, but obviously for your animals. That's right. You know, that's why uh, another thing, too, when... We were living at the compound, you know, back in, the, you know, I could say this now, it's, it's nice now, we're living in the compound back in the day. Yeah, there uh, you go. Even though it wasn't that long ago. Um, you know, you has to, we had to be careful of, we had to put down, um, it wasn't a chemical, but it was, um, God, you know, it's been used in so long, I can't remember the name of it. It's actually stopped the weeds from growing, Okay. 
So we'd be able to spread that out. And the first thing that came to my mind was, even though you had to spread it, and then you know we did it just before the rains came. Yeah. This way it would soak into the ground. It's a pre-emergent. What, yeah. Pre-emergent. Thank you, Dan. I forgot that name of that. But <laughs> having that, having that, did it affect you know the animals, the dogs outside, you know, and um, you know we were always very um, cognizant of that because we wanted to make sure that it rained really well. To put the you know to put that that would soak in the ground and stop the weeds from growing. It wouldn't affect the dogs. And yeah. I think one time, uh, one of our little chihuahuas actually, you know, might have gotten sick from it because he after we did it he reacted a little funny for several days, but then he was fine. So I I think it's something that you need to be aware of uh, the pesticides that you use. If you have a pest control company, I would strongly recommend that you talk to them about what they're using and mm-hmm. you know if you have any concerns at all and i would surely want to be able to know what they're doing especially if somebody's coming into your house to clean what are they using yeah because if you have somebody coming in you, you should you know they should be willing to provide the msds that's the list of chemicals and compounds and interreactions. you know that sometimes the list is real short which means it's a fairly decent product if it's about a nine page dissertation Take, you know, just use common sense and say, let's find something else that's friendlier. Yeah, that's true. I mean, why not? I mean, that would be the perfect thing to be able to do. Is, but again, it takes, it's due diligence. That's right. You got to take your time to do your homework. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it is. You just got to go back and, and check things out. Just Google it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, just Google it. Lord knows we could surely Google that. We Google everything else. That's right. In life, why not Google it? That's the first thing you people turn around when they can't find it. Well, let me let me look it up because, you know, Google can always find it for you. That's right. Yeah, Google just, is so much easier than the encyclopedias were. <laughs> well, you know, it sure takes up a lot less space. That's right. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. We're out of time and we're going to, we're going to, touch base a little more with this next week when we have our guest and great sponsor tim leon from special ops clean team going to be talking a little bit to him about some of the things that he does and also some of the things that he run across because he runs across because i under i'm sure he has uh, homes that you run into especially you know for instance dan you know you have a, a a we'll call it a regular home that is clean fairly often or regularly but you know Versus a home that maybe needs a a really good clean that maybe was, you know, I I, I get and the picture of a, of a, yeah of a hoarder's home nine that cats finally gets cleaned and a path through the piles yeah. of stuff. How do you clean something that's that bad? And what do you have to do to make it to make it okay again? Because it's going to take a lot of extra effort to get through something on a home that's been neglected. And that's that right. the, these are things that you know, and Lord knows, you see people on the television who are living with these, with these homes because they allow their homes to degrade so much because their lack of detailed work to, to clean them, mm-hmm. you know? And these are things you just have to be careful of and, and take, just take Don't care of. Do, just try to do, do it. Try to do better than your best. Yeah, do better. Yeah, do better than your best. What it, yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? What, I mean, like, you know, it's, if you want to do something for your house, you know, the one thing that I found through the course of doing everything else, that you can actually be, uh, if you do your due, dil- due diligence, why can't I talk today? Due diligence. <laughs> you speak for a living. I don't I speak for a living. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but if they, you do that, then this way when you're done, you, you just feel so much better. And it, there's, just, there's a sense of accomplishment, relief, and, then, and, and you're proud of what you did and because with a, it's and yours. With a, and with a house that's properly cleaned, Guess what happens? What? You sleep better. Well, they see, there you go. Better sleep. That's right. Better sleep. You know, when we get into that a little bit too next week, because obviously um, there are things that, you know, we can do to make you, to help make you sleep better as well. And it's all part of the things that you have in your house. That's right. So make sure. But we want to thank you all for tuning in today. And as well, we want to remind everybody that uh, we're here every Saturday morning from eight to nine in Next week, we're going to do our special Cinco de Mayo Eve show. And we're going to be talking, like I said, with Tim Lee from Special Ops Team and more home improvement information that you can use right here as we move into major springtime here in 2019. 
But we want to remind everybody, though, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. Where we moving on?